Okay, welcome to our show. This is Divine Roots. I'm Matthew Deering here with Brian Sweeney, Joey Sweeney, and our good friend, Paul. So today we're going to be connecting into the, the spiritual world and connecting into this idea of protecting ourselves and keeping ourselves centered throughout the day and, and being present, which is such a difficult thing to do. Have you guys ever felt any any of that sort of uh, fight throughout the day? To, to, to remain present? Is that something that, that you've battled with? 100%, yeah. Yeah, definitely, especially when there's something new going on, whether it's a show or... Um, or really anything like a distraction you're it 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 becomes hard to stay zoned in and and it sucks a lot of energy when you are zoned in you know um yeah it's one of those big challenges how about you brian i've definitely felt it um i have trouble with focus in general and so that's been a continual battle for me but i'd say more than that it's um it's the struggle with staying in a certain state that you're in a really positive sort of state and, and as the day progresses that can become more challenging uh as things get piled on and especially me in the stress points so in the um i can stay pretty calm when it's not crazy stressful but then when they when the stress all comes at once like let's take um, like a casting for example where you know something's running behind and you know there's like a bunch of things all that you feel like are going wrong and you put blame on yourself and then all of a sudden you like start to panic and so I'd say energy wise those are the times where I have the most difficult time doing that um, is in, in those states and I've seen you navigate through that super well I just what picture just came to my mind was a uh you on this that's that was it it was a speedboat right but it yeah. was like in the middle of a storm and it was like you could just see these like raging waves and were you on the boat caught, no there was a picture oh, there was a yeah, picture yeah. afterwards that, that i was saw on the boat that was <laughs> i was so scared yeah it's interesting so so and what both of you are saying here and and i know i'm, I'm i can't wait to have paul talk into the these issues um Joey mentioned change. You mentioned stress. And so it's, it's like these, the idea of these, uh, what we perceive to be peaks, like these peak uh, states that, that can uh, allow our emotional selves to just sort of go off and, and, uh, and sort of take over, you know. And so the, the, the picture that Brian is describing, there's a, there's a photo of me driving a boat and we were on a lake here locally and a big storm came and it, it, and it came unexpected and we had we had prepared for it we, like, we saw it on 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 the phone so we we drove the boat in and then uh filled up with gas and did the things we needed to do and then we were and i called the the owner of the boat said hey we're going to be bringing this back to you right away and then the storm came and came heavy and they were in inside this lake these big waves and and our and our boat was being smashed around and i've got my son in the back with his life vest on 
I've got the lives of many people in in the boat and I'm driving and and the picture of, of me is just it, it's just calm because I, I believe this the bigger the storm the more calm the captain must be or else everybody's gonna panic and jump ship and so so you find your way through the storm to navigate but the only way to do that is to bring yourself down become completely centered and really listen to the room to find out what's the most important thing next and so in this particular case it might just be just just tilting the boat slightly to make sure that yeah we're gonna hit the wave but but let's make sure we hit the wave in such a way that we survive and that's all that matters is one wave at a time let's survive one wave at a time till we get into the end and then what's interesting is once we got off the boat the very next most important thing to me was helping the next boat actually and that's what I started doing. I started helping other ship captains make it in. Um, one boat almost hit my son. I mean, it was dangerous. One, of, I watched a boat crash right in front of my eyes. I mean, it was it was a dangerous, dangerous storm. But then that becomes your next most important thing. And so, uh, so, and, and we were discussing this earlier, Paul. You know, I'm, I'm not immune. Obviously, I'm human. So, so the, the storms hit me too, and 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 these these things that feel, you know, big and emotional. Um, so help us here through the spiritual world. What, what is, a what is our goal and how do we, how do we help ourselves navigate these moments that, that feel so big and, and allow our emotional bodies to just, you know, go kind of crazy. Well, guys, hello. <laughs> <First of all. laughs> I'm very excited to be back. Just, just his hello is enough. Uh, yeah. You know, he <laughs> says right, hello, I'm and it's like, okay, I'm I feel good. better now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very happy that you chose this specific subject. It's a very, very important subject to be grounded, to be centered. This is the base of everything. And it took me many, many years to learn how to be grounded and centered at all times. It took a while. Even now, sometimes I give, get off my center and I have to bring myself back. So, as human beings, we have multiple parts. We are not just physical. We have emotional body, mental body, spiritual body, multiple bodies. Let's call them bodies. And all of us are constantly releasing thoughts. So we call that mental noise. And each and every one of us, when we are interacting, share this mental thoughts. And each mental thought will cause the emotional body react a certain way and of course it all trickles down to physical so it, it is crucial for all of us to stay as centered and present as possible the like a tree basically the tree is always has deep roots in the earth grounded that's why it's so strong a car hits it the car gets destroyed the tree stays there most of the time so the stronger the tree the, the deeper the roots the stronger the tree well and, and you came up with the name here of the podcast divine roots which is interesting because it's, it's a lot of what you're speaking of right now right the, the roots underneath the ground and 
is that the idea divine roots is 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 making sure that that those roots are are grounded in centered in love centered in goodness centered in in the divine in order to give us that strong foundation yes the tree is also multi-dimensional uh divine roots uh, is that's part of it definitely where we need to be strongly centered and connected to our planet meaning the energies of the planet which are love very important and of course the aspect of our ancestors the roots represent our ancestors and we have to connect and understand our ancestors as well and that will give us power they will provide us and help us as well with their insight their experience so the more we are centered the less we allow our mind to drift and to be stimulated by external uh, world like with gadgets and uh, stimuli with uh, certain food or um, different type of stimuli out there for the five senses so the more we pay attention to the senses the less we are grounded that means we are paying attention to the external world and our temple which is our body is left empty from protection so you but you basically your consciousness is somewhere else fragmented paying attention to uh, whatever you're paying attention to your thoughts let's say you're thinking about oh i have to build something in my house or oh wow look at that movie looks great oh look at that beautiful girl that passes by all that takes attention all that takes your concentration away from your temple so what happens then any little thought form from somebody else let's say it's a negative thought form or a guy is uh, just in a bad mood his thought form like i said it, it interacts with you. you we're all part of one network they call it oneness right it's part of one network and what happens you get hit let's say with a thought form of somebody else and you all of a sudden your mood swing you, you, you change of mood you're like i feel i was happy a minute ago and all of a sudden i feel a little heavy upset for some reason i have no idea why uh, all of a sudden got your attention but that's already too late why because you allowed and you accepted that thought form to come in it already affected your mind and goes to your emotions and now physically you feel it and that's already too late so it's so important to constantly be like a, 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 a you could say like a guard dog of your mind constantly making yeah. sure what's filtering through i i uh for those who don't know who I am, um, I've, I've got a story here with, with our studio and the different things that, that we've done. And a big part of my story is um, I like to repeat a date because there's, there's a date when, when sort of a, a light switch went off for me. And it, it's February 2nd, 2018. And the day I woke up is what I call it. And the wake up was just the, the process of waking up. That's what really what it was. And I only mention this because anybody who's listening right now and i know you you've helped people around the world and you're one of these gems who's hidden in arizona hidden inside a barber shop we call him paul <laughs> the barber but obviously you listen to paul speak and you can't help but be drawn to the information that you're giving and it's clear how smart you are and how much you know about the subject but i just wanted to to say out loud how much you've you've helped me and you were a part of my process just uh, listening and and guiding and and just just helping me uh, reevaluate 
all the things that were kind of going on inside of me. And so, so I, I, I preface this next question with that, with that idea. Um, I, I like to uh, bringing things into an acting world because that's the world that I know. Um, I, I have this phrase that I use when I'm teaching, which is, if this is true, what else is true? And so, so I'm, I am having a feeling. And so I, I think to myself, well, if I'm having this feeling, if that's true, maybe other people are too. And so one of, one of my things ha- has always been nighttime. So I come home and, and it's the end of the day and there's just this, it, it feels like noise sometimes. And I love my temple. I, mean, I believe in taking care of my temple. I believe God lives in my temple. I, I know how I feel when I'm eating the right foods and I'm doing the right things to take care of me. Uh, I really do love me. I love me so much. I, I love, I love, you know, th- there's a love there and I, and I try to fill me up in order to help other people. But there's a thing at nighttime when, when I feel my weakest. And so if, if I'm going to be weak or, or, go, or start a spiral downward, it usually begins at night when, and, and it, it's interesting, it's just like, all, it feels like all of a sudden everything takes over and, and, I, and, I, and I'm helpless is what it feels like. And all of a sudden I'm opening the cupboards and I'm eating food I know is not good for me. And, and it just kind of spirals into decision after decision. And I, it, it's like this, um, like, like when you're listening to a, a, a song that you know makes you sad. You know, it's a, it's a song that, that, that you broke up with your girlfriend to or something and you play it over and over again just because you want to hear you want to hear it. For some reason, you want to be sad. It's, it almost feels like that. So I don't know if you guys can relate to that thing or if our audience can relate to it. But there's there's this thing at night that seems to be one of one of for me, the biggest struggles you want to maybe maybe help me and maybe talk into that. Yeah, let's uh, try to clear this up. Um, so you said like you said, you take care of your temple, you fill it with love, and you're trying to help other people. So subconsciously or unconsciously, you're already trying to help other people. That's your plan. So you're taking other people's um, heaviness, yeah, other people's anxiety. Uh, you're trying to subconsciously, without even knowing, bring them to a better place. And, and protect them. I'm trying to be their, sometimes their guard dog, uh, you know, when, when, when they need it. Yes. So, especially nowadays with the COVID and all this uh, bombardment of information and uncertainty and fear kicks in for people, people are just in a very difficult place. They're battling to stay above water emotionally and mentally. So what happens during the day uh, let's say uh, you you pick up all this stuff, all this heaviness, and when you get home, you're carrying these bricks of emotional energy, and your emotional body is just overwhelmed. And when one of the bodies is overwhelmed, your mind starts to play tricks, starts uh, telling you things, whispering into your ear, in the ears, you know. You know, you lost ground. And so what happens, you start to um, lose your center more and more and more. And then the voice says, eat those candy pecans. Well, why? Eat the candy pecans. Because of your emotions. Eat the candy pecans. And when you do eat them, how do you feel? <laughs> For one second, I feel I feel like I'm lost and, and, and I'm not thinking. And then at, and immediately afterward, I feel bad. 
Well, I, I I had that with pizza. Every time I would feel down, I used to eat a lot of pizza and it would make me happy for about an hour. Yeah. And then I get back and I'm like, oh man, I have to go eat some pizza again to feel <laughs> happy. But yeah, uh, emotions um, because of the food. But why, why food? Because once you eat, your stomach is an energy center. I'm not going to get too deep with that, but once we eat sugar or something like that, what happens, it starts, you start feeling like, a little happy for a little bit mm. you feel you feel um in a better place and that's why there, there are so many obese people and uh, why because they're just emotionally and mentally when they eat they feel better and it's it's like that's how they feel better is through food you know you guys uh i don't want to speak for you but but i've i've noticed because i you know i i usually leave but i, I noticed that that is a part of your nighttime routine isn't it i mean usually you go mm -hmm. you go out for fast food or something right after classes and i wonder if that if that might be part of that idea of the same the same thing with you trying to release all of the energy because because you help a lot of people throughout the day both of you yeah. um your thoughts on that definitely definitely um and i've tried to get better at and failed at it big time but I had this realization last night and I said to Joey I'm gonna turn into a bugle which was my dad dropped off these cool ranch like like cool bugles. ranch bugles they're like <laughs> and ranch obviously amazing and so like I'm a chip person so like <laughs> if I'm gonna dive into something I'm gonna dive into chips and literally I could eat a bag by myself and not even realize I ate the bag um and so there was this realization last night that I was like, ah, and I get home and my stomach is, it's like, it feels like so empty to the point where you're like exhausted, but like can't sleep exhausted, like that kind of exhausted. And so then it took me back to the fast and I was like, well, how did I get through that at the fast? Cause I felt like, and maybe I'm wrong. I felt like it did need some form of nutrition before I fell asleep because otherwise I wasn't going to be able to. And so then I was doing, I just do a few carrots and some hummus, just enough to like make it not this empty thing before I fell asleep. And that's all it needed. And I remembered when we first did the fast, when I was doing fast food, I was like doing it and then it would fill me and then some, and then I would be up for like two more hours because of the sugar energy, because yeah. of that. And so, yeah, it was filled now, but now... I'm actually tired. My body needs rest, but I've lied to it is what I found. So mm. what about you, Joey? For me, um, I mean, it's happened a couple of times with food, but especially like in recent, I haven't been eating super late at night. Uh, but it's more of like a video game for me. Mm. So I like to get my competitive, uh, which could have the same effect as far yeah, as activating the cells and the brain, uh, you know, chemistry, and then it would be hard to wind down from something like that. hundred percent, yeah. But uh, I like to get my uh, competitive fix before I go to bed and, like, take a win home. Um, even if, like, the day was really, really solid. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so I'll go home and I'll play. And it's interesting because you... It's very, very easy to lose track of time, especially if you don't have a clock right next to you. And I don't wear a watch, so like you play one game and then and then you lose by a point or whatever, and then you're like, oh, I need to play another, so I play another, and and, <laughs> and then you look and it's like one thirty, and you're like, oh no, what did I do? <laughs> you know. 
Okay, so it does it does seem like probably the the world needs some advice here, Paul. So are are there any tools, anything that that you can that you can talk to us about where um, you know when we're feeling this way or we're, we're confronted with a a pattern of sorts that's that's that we know is a is a spot for us um, without being because I don't want to feel guilty. I don't think that that's the right the right move is to is to turn to guilt. But I do want to feel empowered. I want to feel like I don't have I don't have to feel helpless against this thing. Do you have anything for us? Yes, you see, all these things we just mentioned, uh, we're basically running away from ourselves. We eat, we feel, oh, we feel better. We don't want to feel uh, unhappy, so we eat. Uh, he wants to, uh, Joey wants to play a video game to run away from his reality for a little bit. So uh, we run away from that. So once again, we're trying constantly to um, run away from ourselves, from that uh, negative uh, feeling, from pain, from uh, anxiety, from fear, all that stuff, we're running away. So the first thing is, the first key, and every uh, teacher right now in the world speaks of grounding. We're going back to grounding, monitoring your breathing, being present uh, in the whatever you're doing, being in that moment, being there. That already brings your concentration into that specific moment, and you're going to catch everything like before once you get home from work yes you're overwhelmed but if you're strong your concentration is strong you're gonna fight okay do i really need this candy it's gonna make me feel uncomfortable even though yeah if you eat it you're gonna feel a little better for a second but that side effect long term is no good or, or something hit me actually as you were speaking and 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 maybe you would agree with this and i've, I've never had this thought before so I, I could be right or wrong i'm not sure but um, I teach listening. I believe so much in the idea of listening, and it's it's so deep. It, it, it's it's too deep to get into. But but I, I I wonder when you said concentration, if if we came home or if if I came home and and I really focused and tried to concentrate on listening, honestly, sometimes the candy pecans are the most important thing. Actually, sometimes they are. Um, but if I really look and really listen and connect, most of the time they won't be, you know. So like, for instance, I've got a tradition at our family now um, where the, the kids were always coming into the bed all every night, coming into the bed and ruining my sleep. And so so what I did was I, I created a bubble for that. So now we have a, a, a tradition called Saturday sleepovers. And on, on Saturday sleepover, dad, dad's going to leave work at a certain time. I'm going to be home, going to be fully present. We're going to have a, a movie time, a cuddle time, a, a, a play fighting time, a, you know, a, a creative time. And then, um, and then my, my daughter and I, we have, we have daddy delicious ice cream. And it's a little bowl of ice cream. It's a couple scoops and it's done. And, but for her, she, she loves ice cream, but she gets it once a week. And it's something she looks forward to and it's not too much and she doesn't fill up her belly. It's just something that's like, it, this is just a it's, it's a, it's a moment that we can share. And in that moment, I think, I think the ice cream is correct. It's, 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 the, th it's the only thing we should focus on is creating a beautiful little dish of ice cream. And that, that's different than coming home at night and just mindlessly grabbing whatever is there. So if I focus and think to myself, okay, how do I prepare myself for tomorrow what's the most important thing how may i serve my family is there a dish in the sink i can clean is there's because what's what's interesting is as you as you go down that path 
you do start to feel better. And then I might think to myself, yeah, you know what? The carrot is actually going to make me feel good right now. And I can, and so if, if you really focus and listen, you'll probably find best answer that's there for you. I think it's that idea of you, you come home and you go, oh, and that idea of like putting the bag down, you know, that's a, a, a visual for me is like just releasing my bag and putting it down, taking my shoes off. And you feel the sense of just like, oh, like I don't have to focus anymore. And it might be just making sure that, that to stay strong and intentional in the focus so that I, I focus on how to relax in the right way to relax. Is that, would, would this be a, a good sort of idea of what you're saying? Definitely, definitely. Yep, that's it. So it's like once you do that, you're going to catch your bad habits. And you're going to, and those bad habits slowly start to dissolve. That's what we're trying to do dissolve old bad habits. Eventually, it becomes just a habit to grab that candy Uncon- unconsciously, like you said. So the key is if you consciously want the ice cream, it's consciously you actually made the choice and you're actually going and doing it with your girl. That's a different story. When you're doing it unconsciously due to lack of uh, control, it becomes a habit and you start to go down with that uh, very fast. So it's very, very important to be conscious. That's one of the biggest, biggest um, tools that I could give you and leave you with uh, is being conscious with everything you do, driving if you're with the kids or whatever it is, being conscious, constantly being present. That's one of the biggest tools. And of course, food at night, no heavy foods if you want to sleep good. Don't don't eat too much sugar, no heavy foods at night. And of course, you're going to have a better sleep. This makes a lot of sense. Okay, well, thank you for the advice. This has been Divine Roots. We need to end here for the day. We've got some more appointments coming up. Um. So for everyone, as a, as a quick recap here, if, if you're running into this idea of stress, of change, which I know a lot of us are, um, what Paul is bringing to us today in the Divine Roots uh, episode is to remember to stay present, to remember to listen to, to what's going on inside of you. And, and by doing that, you're probably going to find best answer, which will uproot some of those bad habits so that you can plant some new Divine Roots. Okay, thank you so much for listening. This is the Divine Roots Podcast.